With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The supernatural virtue of faith. The virtue by which we firmly believe all the truths God had revealed. Because he who can neither deceive nor be deceived revealed them to us. In recent years, this story has happened many times. Not in just the way it's told here, for there are many different ways by which men find the truth. Some have fled from it all their lives, only to turn a corner and find it waiting for them. Others have sought it with heart and soul, and it has eluded them, because in their frenzied quest, they sped by the very thing they were seeking. And still others once knew the truth, but renounced it, because it was as old as creation and therefore outdated now that the point of reactionary materialism was in vogue. In certain quarters, this materialism became the standard of all values on earth and heaven, oh, provided, of course, there was a heaven. Jerry Gleason was one of those who once acknowledged the truth and renounced it, and became an ardent communist and eventually the editor of their paper. Consequently, he was somewhat surprised one night when he answered the knock at his door. 
evening, Jerry. What are you... Oh, hello, Father Price. May I come in, Jerry? Come in. I never thought I'd see the day Jerry Gleason had to look up and down the street before inviting me into his house. Don't you know I've been made editor of the paper? Yes. But I didn't come to congratulate you on your promotion to chief spokesman of communism in the city. Then why did you come? I don't want to be rude, Father, but knowing my position, it's not good to be seen with you. Isn't it fear that's worrying you then more than rudeness? Tell the comrades you didn't invite me, and I'll back you up should they want to check up on you. Father, just tell me your business and make it as brief as possible. Where's Cassie? She's at her grandmother's tonight. Good. I've come because of her. Yes? What about Cassie? Her grandmother, her aunt, and uncle were in to see me today. They want me to help take her away from you. Hey, Cassie... They'll never do that. I'm not so sure they couldn't, Jerry. If they went to court and told them and proved what they told me. What did they tell you? That you were denying a Christian education to the child. You were teaching her atheism. You were teaching her to be disloyal to the government. In the first place, I'll send her to a public school as required by law. And in this country, we have freedom of religion. But I haven't talked to Cassie about these matters. She's too young. The time's coming when you'll have to talk to her. Then what? I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Jerry, you didn't mention disloyalty. Was that a deliberate oversight? You know as well as I do that anyone with a less than 100% American point of view is disloyal. Jerry, you're a good communist, aren't you? But we've been all through that. You know I wouldn't fight for a cause I didn't believe in. Well, you spoke just now of 100% Americanism. Isn't anyone not a 100% communist a deviate? What are you getting at, Father? You know as well as I, Jerry, that if you're a good communist, you should bring your child up to be as good or a better one than yourself. If you've got a point, make it. Communism's an international apparatus. So's the Catholic Church. Only in spiritual matters. Communists deny the spirit, exalt the material in man. The point is that in the event of war, you'll have to tell Cassie whether she is to obey Moscow or Washington. I assume you've already made your decision. Assuming I have, I'd be a fool to state it. And I wouldn't ask you to incriminate yourself. Jerry, I, I grant you that under the law, the relatives couldn't do much if you brought Cassie up to be an atheist. If they could prove you were teaching her to be disloyal, they might have a case. If they could prove it. Well, they might not have to entirely. You're an avowed communist with a high position in the party. By deduction, the court might reason you'd make one of her. A communist is still an American citizen. We haven't been outlawed yet. They don't throw a man in jail for his views. And isn't it wonderful to live in a country where they don't, even though a man thinks that country should be communized? Don't you think we should end this discussion? If you wish. We were speaking about Cassie. It's true, communists still enjoy the benefits of the laws, but the court may not take an indifferent view if it feels an innocent, immature child is being taught disloyal doctrines. They could put some very awkward questions to you. And if you refuse to answer, it might put an unfavorable interpretation on your silence. Father, if you're trying to frighten me into a change of views by telling me I lose Cassie... Jerry, I don't want you to lose Cassie. What? The relatives asked me to talk to you, and they agreed to follow my recommendation. And you're going to trot back and tell them to go into court? No, no. 
I'm going to recommend that they do nothing. Why? What's the catch? Why are you doing this when you know the way to hurt me most is to take her away? You've no love for me or the things I believe in. You're partly right, Jerry. I hate the things you believe in now. But the love I've had for you, I've never lost. I find that hard to believe. Furthermore, Jerry, I have faith in you. And I have faith that God will someday reveal himself to you. That's why I'm recommending Cassie be left with you. Aren't you afraid she'll be contaminated? It's a risk with God's trust I'm willing to take. For I believe this much in you. That when the time comes for you to train your child, you're the kind of man who will tell her what in your heart and soul you believe to be the truth. Yes. I think I would. But it won't be what you're hoping for, Father. Still, you don't mind if I continue to hope and pray. It's a free country for both of you. Don't tell me you pray for me. I've never stopped from the day you left us, Jerry. Hello, Gleason speaking. Jerry, you've got to get to the office right away. Oh, Ralph, I'm bushed. I just got home. I've no sleep since... This is important. The Soviet Union has just signed a ten-year non-aggression pact with the Nazis. What? I'll be right down. We've got to get on the streets with an explanation before the capitalistic press slaughters us. Did they give us anything to go on? Not a word. We've got to play it by ear, and it's got to be good. Get the editorial staff together and wait for me. of Finland. What are we going to say? You'd think we'd have word from someone by now. Why do they treat us like stepchildren? We get out on a limb, then Moscow saws it off. Be careful what you say, Jerry. There's no telling who's a GB man. This will cost us members. Don't the party leaders realize the that? The phone's been ringing all evening. Our most loyal people are asking, what's the score? A number of lukewarm followers are threatening to leave. All right. Here's the line we take. Until we hear definitely. The capitalists are screaming because they hope to involve Russia in a war with Germany. But Stalin is too wise. Stalin wants only to live in peace. But, Jerry, what do you think's the real reason? It's expedient. Stop asking questions. Get the presses rolling. It was political and military events which made Jerry doubt the integrity of the man in the Kremlin. The same kind of doubt that made him first question the faith he once held. Yes, Stalin was for peace. But then came the sudden attack by Hitler on Russia and the party presses had to be thrown into reverse again. Russia alone was holding the fortress of democracy. A second front must be opened at once. Overnight, Stalin became the champion of free people. If any questions arose in Jerry's mind about the fundamental doctrines of communism, he put them aside. He was much too busy winning a war. However, Cassie had reached the age of questioning, and being a normal, curious child, she wanted answers. Father? Yes, Cassie, what is it? Are we communists? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Yes, Cassie. What's an atheist? Uh, why are you asking that, Cassie? Well, one of the girls at school said if I was a communist, I had to be an atheist. And she wouldn't tell me what it was, except it was something very awful. She said to ask you, and you would know. Well, uh, uh, one of these days I'll explain everything to you. But I got mad at her, and I told her you'd never believe in something awful. And, and I pulled her hair. Is it awful to be an atheist? Well, Cassie, it's not something awful. There are many people who are atheists. Oh, then it's all right. I mean, it's good to be an atheist? Well, it doesn't follow that you're a good person because you're an atheist, no more than it means you're a good person if you profess a belief in the opposite. What opposite? A theism. Why, they both sound the same. It's, uh, it's this way, Cassie. We get a lot of our words from the ancient Greeks. Their word for God was theos. Now, you put an A in front of theos, meaning God, and it acts like a negative, a no. So A meaning no plus theos meaning God, and you get no God. No God? Uh-huh. That's what atheist means? It's a uh, denial of or disbelief in the existence of a God or supreme being. And that's what we are? Cassie, you're very young, and these are terribly big questions. Now, when you're older, we could talk about them with more understanding. Oh, because I'm still a little girl, I can't understand. That's right, Cassie. Wait until you're older. Until I'm as old as you are? Oh, no, not that long. But when you're 18 or 19. But, Father, you're much more than 18 or, or 19. Yes, much more so. And you said it wasn't awful to be an atheist. So you understand what it means. And if you understand it and are an atheist, then that's what I want to be. I want to be whatever you are because I know you're good. And if you're a communist and an atheist, it has to be good because you wouldn't be anything that's bad. Cassie. Cassie, don't ask any more questions now. I... I'm very tired... And you mustn't say you want to be like me. But why, Father? Because, darling, I... I want you to be much better. Much better than I am. Now, run along to bed. Hello. Jerry, word just came in. Stalin's dead. Call the staff, Ralph. Stand by to get out an extra. I'm leaving the house now. As Jerry Gleason walked the short distance to the office, his thoughts were not on the dead Stalin and what could be said about him. That was easy. Heaped nothing but praise upon him. He was thinking of Cassie, her questions, his reluctance to answer. Here's the afternoon papers. They're blasting us for the eulogy on Stalin. 
bringing up all the usual stuff, liquidation of kulaks in the Ukraine. Shall we answer them? Yes. The resistance to Stalin was fostered by counter-revolutionist and capitalistic foreign agents to discredit the progress he was making. Um, end up with a reminder that when there's a revolution, some people are bound to get hurt. Mm. You can't make an omelet without breaking an egg. That's the stuff. The mm -hmm. one thing we've got to do is keep the memory of Stalin as a great and all-wise ruler alive in the minds of the people. Jerry. Jerry, look at this. Bogdanin and Khrushchev speaking before the 20th Congress of the Communist Party. Denounce Stalin. Yeah. In a complete reversal, it is now permitted to admit Stalin made some serious mistakes... Self-criticism, the order of the day. Hungarians pulled down statue of Stalin. Jerry, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. They make us look like fools. We build a dead Stalin up. And now we have to go into reverse. Again. We did too good a job, Ralph. We told the followers there would never be anyone who could equal Stalin, but he's dead. Uganan and Khrushchev can't compete with a dead idol, so they have to destroy him. At least cut him down to their size. Well, what are we going to say? Nothing. This time, we wait until their policy's clear and they send us word what line to take. I'm not going out on a limb again. Jerry, you brought me into the party. You're the one who came to me and said, Rolf, identify yourself with the hungry and downtrodden of the world. There can be no progress in the world until every convention we now have is broken. The world's drifting. The only ones who know where they're going and how to get there are the communists. Remember, Jerry? Yes, I remember. And you gave me Marx and Lenin to read. And remember, I was disturbed about what they had to say about God and the church and religion. I remember everything, Ralph. How God was a capitalistic concept invented to take the poor man's mind off his troubles so he wouldn't know he was being exploited. Well, Jerry, I want to ask you, is what we've been working for any better? Is it the answer? You said the communists were the only ones who knew where they were going. And that was the truth at the time. Is it? How many times have we had to reverse ourselves? How many times have we been left holding the bag? Now, look, Ralph, no one forced you to join the party. No, and no one can force me to stay in. What? I'm quitting. Now. Tonight. Now, no, wait a minute. What for? You're getting ready to run out, aren't you? Everyone knows the priest came to see you. Oh, he came about my daughter. I didn't send for him. Her grandmother was asking his help to take Cassie away from me. Well, I don't care what he was doing there. I'm leaving. Goodbye, Jerry. Wait! I'll, I'll walk home with you. No, thanks. The one thing I'll never forgive you, Jerry, is for bringing me into the party. tired, aren't you, Father? Yes, Cassie, I'm very tired. I'll bet you're working too hard. Oh, no, no, Cassie. I've always worked hard. It's not that. If Mother were alive, she'd make you take a vacation. Yes. Yes, I'm sure she would. 
Cassie, how do the children at school treat you? Oh, all right. They leave me alone pretty much. You have many friends? I mean, other girls to whom you can talk? No, I haven't many. That is, any friends. Uh, that girl, uh, the one who said you were an atheist, does she bother you? No, not anymore. She did for a while, huh? Yes, but I told her I was going to be whatever you are when I grow up. And if you were an atheist and a communist, that's what I would be. Cassie, I don't want you to be like I am. But I want to be what you are. Cassie, you're too young to know what you want to be. But you're not too young, and you told me... Cassie, Cassie, you always drive me to the wall with that. Father, I want only to do what's right. And at school, the teachers say we should honor and respect and obey our parents. Is that why you've always obeyed me, Cassie? No, Father. Then why, dear? Because I love you, and I know you'd never do anything that was wrong. I have faith in you. And I have faith that God will someday reveal himself to you. It's a risk with God's trust I'm willing to take. I believe this much in you. When the time comes... You'll tell her what, in your heart and soul, you believe to be the truth. Father, Father, what is it? Are you listening to something outside? Huh? Oh, yes, yes, I, uh... Yes, Cassie, I was listening to something. A voice from a long way off. Oh, I do that sometimes. But it's only my imagination. Well, this wasn't, Cassie. This was real. The most real thing I ever heard. But I didn't hear anything. Cassie, dear, would you like to go and live with your grandmother? Well, she's very, very nice to me. And she's always asking me to come. She's a wonderful cook, and I know she loves you. She'd look after you much better than that woman I hired. Do you want me to go? Let's leave me out of this. Oh, we can't do that. You're here. What I mean is, I want you to, to, well, to make up your own mind. That is, if you really want to go, I'll not object. You mean I can make up my own mind and not ask anyone? That's right, just as if you were a grown-up woman. Then I want to stay with you. Well, then stay, darling. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I thought you were going to send me away. There's going to be a lot of changes. You see, Cassie, I'll be out of a job, and it may be a little hard to find another. Oh, did the paper fire you? No, I... I I quit. But how are they going to have a paper without you? Who'll write it all and... No questions now, Cassie. Get your coat. Are we going out? Yes. Where to? To see Father Price. Father Price? But I thought you didn't... And we're going to ask him to baptize you. Baptized? What's that? Why must I be baptized? So that you may learn to know God.
It's God's grace that brought you here, Jerry. Father, when something like this happens, it's hard to say at what precise point one begins to turn. It's too soon to know, but things are beginning to clear up already. In what way, Jerry? Well, you don't have to be looking over my shoulder or up and down the street to see who's watching before talking to the priest. I'm sorry about that remark. It was true. There's a great many mistakes to correct. A great many wrongs to undo. But you've made the all-important step in bringing Cassie. You've acknowledged a belief in God and his church. Oh, perhaps it was your faith in me that brought me here. My faith in God, Jerry. And the prayers in your behalf. Oh, yes, Father, you were right. The time did come when I had to tell Cassie what I believed. No, what I knew to be the truth. A man would have to have a colossal conceit in his own importance to look into the eager, questioning face of a child and tell her this is a world without God. And could it be, Jerry, that a command of Christ you once learned in the Catholic Church came back to you? Which one, Father? There are so many I tried to deny and forget. This one. Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for such is the kingdom of God. I want to thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.